obedience, 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 obedience is a cornerstone of our faith in God. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, it assures about what we do not see. Being obedient requires faith in God. Without faith, it is impossible to walk with God. Obedience. Obedience. Obey God. Hey y'all, it's Ashley. And Shantavia. And this This is is Obedience Podcast. So we want to thank you guys for returning back to part three of our waiting series. In part two, we learned about acceptance. And we talked about why we shouldn't waste our waiting, um, building our life within our purpose and within God and knowing that God is still working at all times and providing blessings at all times. So like I mentioned before, in this part, we are going to talk about our breaking point because everyone gets to that breaking point in waiting where they begin to get a little impatient. So we're going to talk about that in this part of the series. But before we get into it, we are going to say a prayer to let God into this part. So Ashley, you want to pray for us? Sure. Father God, we just want to thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for, thank you, Lord, that we're realizing that there is purpose on today. I pray for the people that are listening to this broadcast, to this episode. I pray that you fix their hearts and their minds to be able to receive a word from you, God. I pray that you bless our tongues to be able to bring your word, to encourage your people through your word. I pray, Lord God, that we encourage them through their breaking point, Lord God, to still praise your name and to continue to seek you through one, during this season of waiting. In the mighty and magnificent name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Hey, magnificent. Magnificent. and all. Don't get me saying that. <clears throat> I've been waiting on my moment. <laughs> Calm down. It just started. The episode just started. Calm down. Okay, I, I'll wrap it up. <laughs> I'm practicing now. <laughs> but to transition back into talking about this episode before Ashley starts singing, <laughs> we are going to talk about our breaking point in this episode and being impatient. So in Ruth chapter three, verse one, what's one thing that we noticed? Let me read it and then I want you guys to comment down below what you noticed. One day, Ruth's mother-in-law Naomi said to her, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be well provided for. All right. Pause the video. Comment down below what you noticed. We'll wait. Did you comment? I don't see a comment, so we're going to wait again. (laughs) All right. Your comment should be down there. But we actually noticed that Ruth was not looking for a husband. Naomi told her that she needed a husband. Ruth was very content in her purpose of taking care of Naomi. Naomi had to make her realize, hey, girl, you you may need somebody, you know? And I pointed that out because a lot of us are looking for, well, I won't say a lot of us, child. There's a lot of people out here married. Um... (laughs) But many of us are like out here trying to find that right person. And like we talked about in the first two parts, that shouldn't be our focus in this time. Our focus should be fixing our eyes on Christ. 
trying to be more like him, getting our lives more in line with him. Just like Ruth, she was deep in her purpose. So we want to transition this into our first topic where we talk about settling. Because sometimes when we get to that breaking point, we want to settle real easy. So let's get into that. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll start off at Ruth's chapter three, and we'll move forward with the second verse. Okay, and it reads, Boaz is a close relative of ours. He has been very kind by letting you gather grain with his young women. Tonight, he will be whining barley at the threshing floor. Now do as I tell you. Take a bath and put on perfume and dress in your nice clothes. Then go to the threshing floor. But don't let Boaz see you until he has finished eating and drinking. Be sure to notice where he lies down. Then go and uncover his feet and lay down there. He will tell you what to do. I will do everything you say, Ruth replied. So she went down to the threshing floor that night and followed the instructions of her mother-in-law. So we see in this passage of scripture, Ruth went and did everything Naomi told her to do. She was obedient and she followed specific instructions on what, um, what she was told to do. So it raises a question. So what can happen if you guys follow the wrong people and, you know, listen to other people for advice and not do what God told you to do? You know, just going back to some of the things I said previously, there's a consequence for everything. And you will get some consequences from listening to the wrong people that you, uh, not only that you just don't want, you just ain't ready for. Like, wait, wait a minute. (laughs) Hold up. Um, (laughs) So, um, on a more serious note, um, listening to the wrong people, people who may not necessarily have your best interest in heart. Um, There may even be people, you know, sheeps and wolf, wolf clothing, um, false prophets, people that are starting to speak over your life, things that are not in line with the will of God, um, it may very well cause you to stray away from your purpose. Um, if you don't have that relationship with God to be able to compare, you know, compare notes that somebody is speaking over something over you, be like, mm, yeah, but God didn't tell me that. Wait a minute, let me just. <laughs> um, in my personal um, experience, I was in a very negative relationship um, that was abusive, and it ended up with being honest. I will share this. It ended up with me having a pregnancy out of wedlock that ended in a miscarriage. So. Being with somebody I ain't had nobody business, <laughs> no business being with somebody that was abusive to me, and then the events that transpired because of that. So that's a somewhat extreme example, but <laughs> just giving you an idea of some of the things that can happen if you are following and listening to the wrong. So, um, my advice is to find um, a mentor. Um, someone 
who is going in the direction that you want to go is that your purpose is taking um taking you in or they have already gotten there um someone that can give you wise um bible guided counsel um and listen to those those people but uh, still take it you know with a grain of salt because again your relationship with god is yours and weigh what they say against the word well um to share um a little hot moment as well mine is not as hot as Ivanette though um (laughs) um Back in 2017, I pretty much knew that Right Way was supposed to be my church, but I kind of let what everybody else was saying about it affect me immediately moving there. Um, That was this thing, you know, like everybody just goes the right way because it's the new it thing. And I didn't want my decision to be based on that because in my head, I felt like, oh, I'm just coming here because everybody's going there. Um, And then another thing was, me being afraid of what my family would say from leaving the church that I grew up in. And so, you know, me following slash listening to different people did stray me away from what God wanted me to do in 2017 as far as joining the right way. So it did, you know, leave me a little behind in finding my purpose. So yeah, that's a consequence. You can be behind in some things. Yeah. I had the same experience when switching, transitioning over to right way. Um, I was kind of like you. I was just like, you know, I don't want to come here with the reason of it being the new hot thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I think that's why I was kind of stagnant. I was stagnant. I won't say kind of. I was stagnant in my growth with Christ. Um, I was in a place where God had told me to go ahead and move. And... I was the reason why I wasn't moving is because I was comfortable. It could leave you in a stagnant place of not growing. And I also jotted down um it, it will delay your divine purpose of God. And people may have a purpose for you, their own set out purpose for you, but we have to realize it's not a divine purpose of what God has called us to be or to do. And I also wanted to bring up Psalms 38 and 8, and it reads, The Lord will work out his plan for my life. For your faithful love, O Lord, is trust forever. Don't abandon me, for you made me. So God made us, so he's with us, with us at all times. And I also wanted to read the insert from my Bible, and it reads, Every person dreams and makes his plan for future makes plan for the future. Then they will work hard to see these dreams and plans come true. But to make the most of life, we must include God's plan in our in our plans. He alone knows what is best for us. He alone can fulfill his purpose for us. As we make plans and dream dreams, talk to God about them. So it, that pretty much puts us in our face then. You know, accepting God about, really seeking God about, we go back to the seeking part, seeking God's will, his dreams for us. Um, And it always goes back to Ephesians, do exceedingly abundantly above what we can even ask or even 
And um, I also had another scripture, Philippians 1 and 6, and it reads, I am certain that God who begun a good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus, when Christ Jesus returns. God is doing a great work. Change your tune. That's good. That's a good word. So he's doing a great work and he's faithful to complete it until the end. So he's still here and near with you, even though. All right. So in the next topic, we're actually going to be talking about a guardian redeemer. And we mentioned this in part two. I told you guys to stay tuned. So here we go again. I'm going to read Ruth chapter three, verses seven through nine. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled the man. He turned, and there was a woman laying at his feet. Who are you? he asked. I'm your servant, Ruth, she said. Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. So I do want to read the excerpt from my Bible that explains in detail what a guardian redeemer is for everyone out there who doesn't know. Um, It says a guardian redeemer was a close relative who volunteered to take responsibility for his extended family. When a woman's husband died, the law provided that she could marry the brother of her dead husband. But Naomi had no more sons. In such a case, the nearest relative to the deceased husband could become a guardian redeemer and marry the widow. So I wanted to talk about what would happen, what would have happened if Ruth chose the wrong guardian redeemer. And so the question here for you guys is what could happen if you choose the wrong person or path? Since this series is just not about relationships, if you choose the wrong path because of impatience, what could happen? I mean, pretty much, you know, it can it can all fall apart. And I think that kind of goes back to what I was sharing in the um, the first the first part, first episode of how um, everything kind of imploded for me, um, having chosen the wrong person and the wrong path all at the same time. Um, you know, basically, um, especially if you choose those wrong things and you make an idol of it, um, God is not going to tolerate that. And it will come crashing down. Um, he's going to do what's necessary to get your attention and your focus where it needs to be. Um you're not going to be able to hold on to any type of idol, but on the not on the extreme tip of that, um, it's just negative things can happen. Negative consequences can happen if you choose the wrong path because of your impatience. Um, you know, you could very well achieve um, great things or good things on that wrong path and still end up unsatisfied, for example. Um, and you're trying to figure out why you're unhappy or unsatisfied and then realize that this is not my purpose or my path and need to change it. So, again, you can lose time um, doing that. So, 
it, I think it's just best, um, even if you are impatient, <laughs> to continue to um, walk walk with God and have faith in his purpose for your life, um, just to avoid those undue consequences. Now that's good. <laughs> and one thing that you said that kind of pointed out to me, uh, and it made me think, like you'll never be completely fulfilled. Like you're always going to be after something. Um, like you're, like I said, yeah, you're never just never com- fulfilled or really joyful or happy with where what you're in if it's not God's. Um, and I also this question also made me think of the story. What well, made me think like you can bring unnecessary pain to your on yourself. And an example is Sarah and Abraham when God told him them that they'll have a baby and you know they was old and they was just like you know what that ain't true and you know Sarah went along and she was just like Abraham you know sleep with our servant and you know she became pregnant the servant became pregnant and then Hagar started being mad and she was being mean at Sarah and then Sarah came back and being mean at her and then Hagar went away but then she came back but then when the baby was born, Ishmael was mad and started making fun of Isaac, and then Hagar had to be kicked out. So all that entanglement and unnecessariness and pain and hurt that she brought upon herself and her family, and, you know, Hagar had to leave. So we can bring some unnecessary stuff that we don't have to go through. So you might as well just accept his way. And I know... Lord, Lord knows, I know this is easier said than done because we go through on a daily basis. But we got to get to a point of trusting God and nothing else but God and not accepting other people's ways. That was my soapbox. You said more than enough, um, that whole story with Abraham and Sarah, period. That's all we need to know. So we're going to go ahead and go on to our Facebook responses. Um, If you guys don't, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Obedience Pod, like our page. Go ahead and follow us on our other social medias. It should be on the screen right now for you guys. Go ahead and show us some love. And so we post this question on Facebook. What can happen if you choose the wrong person or path because of impatience? I want to share a couple of you guys' comments. So Terry Henderson says, there can be so many. You can delay what God has for you or never receive it. Heartbreak, disappointment, frustration, distraction, etc. Sometimes the wrong path can mimic success. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, child, a false. <laughs> you think you are doing well, but you are being successful at doing the wrong thing. That's a good one right there. Sherry Kid Lagon says, getting in deep, deep trouble. That goes back to what Ivanay spoke on. Um, and then Kelvin Bassa says, missing completely what was really for you. So all of those comments are really good. We want to thank you guys for commenting on our Facebook page. Remember, if you haven't, take a second, go follow us and like our page on Facebook, and then comment down below if you didn't leave a comment on our Facebook page and let us know what you guys think could happen. 
So it leads us to our next card and the chase card. And we'll continue with reading um, in chapter 3, verse 10. The Lord bless you, my daughter, Boaz exclaimed. You are showing even more family loyalty now than you did before. For you have not gone after a younger man, whether rich or poor. Verse 11 says, Now don't worry about a thing, my daughter. I will do what is necessary, but everyone in town knows you are a virtuous woman. So we see that Boaz saw what kind of woman she was by the work and her loyalty to Naomi and also in her work and her diligence. Um, and she continued to be faithful in her work. So it kind of brings up the question, what are some consequences when we can, you know, strictly base things off of other people's point of view? So I answered this question based off the relationship standpoint, um, just because this series encompasses both. And I talked about it in the Boot Up series about, you know, how you create your list and you should compare to your list. And so I was sitting there writing my list one day and thinking of the qualities of Boaz, I was like, that's the kind of, you know, husband that I want. And what I really wrote down with this is we should definitely make our decisions based off the word and not just what we are attracted to. Um, so I wanted to talk about the type of man Boaz was. So in Ruth chapter 2, verse 12, we see that Boaz loved the Lord. So reading 2.12, it says, May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. So he's literally speaking the word of God and asking that she's rewarded by God. Um, and then in Ruth chapter 3, verse 12, we see that he is selfless and also obedient to God's word. 3.12, it says, although it is true that I am a guardian redeemer of our family, there is another who is more closely related than I. So he saw Ruth. And Ruth was like, literally like, be my guardian redeemer. And he's like, wait, somebody else, that's him being selfless. And then also him saying that there's someone else, that's him obeying the word of God. Because in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 25 through 55, it tells us that whoever is first in line gets the opportunity to choose to be um, the widow's guardian redeemer. It's just not anybody who wants to be in the family. There's a series of events. And so um, Boaz was being obedient to God's word. And then in Ruth chapter three, verse 14, we also see that he is a protector and he's also respectful. So 14 says, so she lay at his feet into mourning, but got up before anyone could be recognized. And he said, no one must know that a woman came to the threshing floor. So he respected Ruth to tell her, you know, stay here until the morning. I'm going to wake you up right before everyone else wakes up because I don't want them to think bad of you. 
So he is a protector and he's also respectful. And then the last characteristic that I saw was in chapter three, verse 17, it shows that he's caring. So in 17, it says, and added, he gave me these six measures of barley saying, don't go back to your mother-in-law empty handed. So he thought about Naomi in that moment, even though Ruth was right there in his face, he still thought about Naomi and taking care of someone he didn't even have to take care of. So that's why I, I think it's important for us to always make our qualities and our viewpoints and our standards, even outside of relationships, just based on what's in the book, on the word of God. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say about that section. Um, something that I wanted to mention about um, that question when you are looking at things from your own viewpoint um, and your own type, it is something that we don't think about is that you're being narrow-minded. Um, and that just because this is your viewpoint doesn't mean that it lines up with the word of God. Just because it's your viewpoint um, doesn't mean that it's what's best for you or what you actually need. Um, you can easily get into the viewpoint, you know, the mindset of I want what I want. And that's a very dangerous mindset to be in, uh, especially if you are not taking the things that you want, whether it is in life, the things that you want to um, accomplish or in a relationship and you're not making it line up with the word of God and his purpose for your life. Um, because it, it then becomes a, I don't care what that says. I want what I want. And you can do that and not even realize that you're doing it. Um, and being like, well, um, well, this is, this is what I like and, or this is what I'm comfortable with or, um, or just flat out. This is what I want right now. And I'm going to do it regardless. And that is um, a mindset that I have been in multiple times. <laughs> and um, it has come out to, you know, it kind of having a dawn on me, whether through the, through the nudging of the Holy Spirit for me to get out of that situation or me having undue consequences, being like, oh, so I was being real hard-headed. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so, oh, yeah, this is not what I need. Um, you know, sometimes you, it, it will take um, some, some nudging, and sometimes it will take uh, some flat-out negative consequences. So going back to my hot moments earlier, as far as relationships, it, it took for me to, um, lose a child for me to start like actually looking at things at a, as a whole, instead of through the lens of I'm comfortable here and being like, you know, that's not right. This thing in the Bible, this happens, that's toxic, that that's abusive. And um, for me to start letting go of that situation. I don't have nothing else to say. I mean, I think y'all did a great job at covering the consequences. And we've talked about this about this series or this part. You know, 
we we like we said we aren't truly fulfilled in our purpose in our our idea of purpose and also you know we truly won't have what we need um so i mean i think y'all did a good job of covering that question i don't have anything else to add unless y'all want to be the sing again but that's all right that's okay i was just checking no we good (laughs) (laughs) um I actually realized I didn't list my consequences, so I'm going to do it right now, and then I'm going to go into the outro, so don't think I'm crazy. (laughs) Um, But some of the consequences that could happen if you do things strictly based off of your type or your viewpoint or the situation that you're in is that you can be hurt from unnecessary relationships. You could create soul ties, deep soul ties too, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys want to add anything else to this episode of breaking points? I took that as a no. <laughs> I just I just want to encourage everybody. You're gonna to get to that breaking point, but just stand on the word of God and stand on patience. Just be patient. It's gonna happen. God isn't, he hasn't gone anywhere, he's still there, he's ever ever faithful. So just depend on him. Like if you're having those impatient moments, just get deep into the word of God. Um, I don't want to say the word of God is a distraction, but it will distract you from how impatient you are. And it'll show you that patience within the word. Because that's how he talks to us. So yeah. It's the light. The word of God is the light and the answer. I guess we can use that. Yeah. So it'll fix your focus and your mindset on things that are higher and greater. Yeah. And things that are true. So, yeah. All right. So, in this episode, just to recap everything that we talked about, we talked about what could happen if you settle, what could happen if you choose the wrong guardian redeemer. And then we also talked about the chase. So, the consequences of doing things strictly based off of your viewpoint, your, um, your viewpoint, your type, etc. So we want to go ahead and wrap up this episode. And well, well, the next episode will be the last part of this series. I'm very excited about that episode. And for this episode, I just want to thank you guys for listening. We want to, as always, give thanks to God for allowing us to film another episode and allowing you guys to tune in. So be sure to come back same time next Friday to see part four well to see us wrap up this series but until then as always you'll be it we'll see you guys next time